This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary roughness. roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Raider Nation, what is up? We are coming in hot today. Please believe that DeMond Cotton behind the wheels of steel, my man, is going to be in full throttle go mode. For the next two hours, it is on and popping. We have a loaded show for you. I tell you all the time, if you follow me on Twitter, at your boy Q254, or the radio station, Raider Nation Radio 920 at r 920 AM, you always get to see the guest lineup that we have for the show. And if you look at our guest lineup today, it almost looks like the Raiders injury report. It's how long it is. It's how many people are on the guest lineup that we have today. I mean, we are fast and furious, and of course, we are Raiders Central. We know that we take care and cover the Raiders like a glove, but we also, around here, we like to make sure that we take care of the others that are around as well, including the Raiders sisters. And when I say that, I'm talking about the Las Vegas Aces, who are uh, about to have a, a nice little playoff run. Uh, the first team, the they were first in the Western Conference in their division. They uh, got a first round bye, so they're going to play in the in the playoffs starting next week. So we're going to have a couple of the players on the show. And matter of fact, we're going to have a couple of the players on the show in just a few minutes. We'll have Chelsea Gray, the point guard from the 510 originally, Hayward, California, in 209. She went to high school in Stockton, played with the Sparks last year. Now a member of the LV Aces, so we'll have her join us at uh, 210. Kelsey Plum, she was the AP six, six, uh, Woman of the Year. She, the AP, not the, not the WNBA, but the AP poll. She was the uh, the sixth woman of the year, so that's a nice little feather in her cap for that. But she'll join us at 220. So we got a couple of LV Aces joining us right out the gate. And, of course, the LV Ace is owned by Mark Davis. So it all ties together. Everything we do around here, we like to tie together. Know that uh, Mark Davis is very passionate about the LV Aces, so I know he's very fired up and excited about the fact that they got a first-round bye, and uh, they'll be waiting to see who they play and uh, get prepared for uh, for the next round starting on Tuesday. And uh, those are some games that I do anticipate being at Tuesday and Thursday next week. But uh, first thing first, we'll get to Chelsea Gray and Kelsey Plum coming up in a matter of minutes. Then my guy Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans, he'll join us at 2.40. I found a house, no joke, I found a house that I really like, Devon. I did. And I know that this is not in my timetable of when I really want to buy a house. I said I was going to try to buy a house in a year. But you know, you see something that you like, and all of a sudden you want to try to fast track it. So I hit up. It's so funny. No joke. And he'll tell you that I'm not lying about this. I hit him up earlier to say, hey, this is what I want to touch on on when we talk. And then I said, oh, by the way, I found a house. And so I sent him the link to it. And so I went to look at it again real quick, right? (laughs) And it said under contract. I was like, damn it. There you go. Try to thought I was gonna fast track and try to get a house, and it's already gone. You lose situation there, man. And it's so funny because I was already trying to convince the wife, like, okay, I know we said a year. I know this. I felt like Smokey on Friday. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this, (laughs) but it's Friday. (laughs) You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. So I, so I started to tell her. I said, I know this is ahead of our, our our schedule, but, and she was like, and she even told me. She said, man, that is a really nice house. Maybe we could work something out. I said, hey, I talked to Dustin on Thursday. No joke. I was just saying this. We were sitting in the backyard just two days ago, and I said, I talked to Dustin on Thursday. Let's get the ball rolling. 
And she agreed. And now all of a sudden it's under contract. So there you go. Got to be quicker than that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost there. You're almost there. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's how it goes down. That just meant that means that it wasn't meant to be. But that's okay. We'll talk to Dustin uh, about how he, you know, how he's feeling. The Raiders at two and zero. Talk about this upcoming game on Sunday against Miami at Allegiant Stadium. He'll be in attendance, and also ask him about the landscape around Las Vegas as far as the housing market goes as well. That'll come up at two forty. At three o'clock, the party continues. We'll have John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. We'll talk all things NFL with him. And one of the things I want to start off with him, I want to start talking Lester Hayes. That's where I'm going to start with. Uh, Lester Hayes is a Houston guy. John McClain is from the Houston Chronicle. John McClain saw Lester Hayes play a lot, covered him like a glove back in the day. So uh, we'll get his thoughts on Lester Hayes, why he's not in the Hall of Fame. I had so many people hit me up on Twitter. I don't know how active your Twitter account was last night, but based off that Lester Hayes interview, my Twitter account was going crazy, just nuts. And that's a good thing. I'm okay with that. I got a little bit of that fallout. Yeah. A couple of people. Well, that's it. Well, you got to no, put, no, no. But put I your also Twitter account this, out there. Put your Twitter out there so they know. Demon underscore the boss. At Demon underscore the boss. You spell Demon D M O N. Yeah, but I mean, like, I also like I have the the station's account on my phone. And, yeah, and, me I, too. and I can see it. And yeah. I look and I'm looking at all those notifications. And yes. I look over and I'm just like Lester Hayes, Lester Hayes, Lester Hayes. People are asking what was the one thing that he said, or is just you know like step right. go. Like people were just. So I just got a tweet. No joke. Just got a tweet from 11:30 Pimp and Distress. I love that name by the way. 11:30 Pimp and Distress. <laughs> At your boy Q254, Judge Hayes on Unnecessary Roughness gives me old Southern preacher vibes. Just got that three minutes ago. No joke. Still getting fallout. Still getting response from the Lester Hayes interview. That, that's one of those that you might have to just go ahead and re-rack at some point. Just saying. Just going to throw that out there. Might that, have to. That was a damn good interview. So uh, we'll talk to John McClain about Lester Hayes. We'll start off that. Uh, also, the Texans are in action tonight. They're taking on the 2-0 Carolina Panthers. So we'll just talk all things NFL with John McClain. And then we're not done there. At 315, we'll have our NFL pick'ems. We have the results from last week. And uh, I'm starting to pull away from DeMond just a little bit. He had a good week. I had a good week. I Actually, DeMond had a good week. I had a better week. And that's okay. That's all right. We can talk about that later. We'll, we'll, we will. We'll do that about 3.15. And then at 3.30, Rhett Lewis from NFL Network, he's going to join us as well to talk all things NFL and how the landscape and the conversation has changed nationally when it comes to the Raiders after getting off to a 2-0 start. You know, it's so funny. On this show, John McClain told us, Q, if you want the national audience and the national media to talk about the Raiders, they've got to just win, baby. Well, they win two games, and now everybody is talking about the silver and black. And they're talking mostly positive. So it's as simple as that. You start winning games, all of a sudden the narrative changes. 2.07 is the time. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, LV Aces point guard Chelsea Gray is going to join the show to talk all things the Aces and their playoff run that's going to start next week. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. 2.11 is the time. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Demond Cotton behind the wheels of steel, your boy Q. And we talk a lot of Raiders around here, of course, on Raider Nation Radio 920. We talk some LV Rebels as well. But we also talk those LV Aces as the ladies, the number one seed out west. They have a bye heading into the playoffs. They'll start getting their, their game in action. On Tuesday, and right now on the phone lines, we have Aces point guard Chelsea Gray. And Chelsea, we definitely appreciate your uh, your time this afternoon. I know you just wrapped up practice, so we won't hold you too long. But 
you heard that too short blow the whistle right there that DeMond brought you back to. And I know that you were at the game Monday night, that uh, Raiders-Baltimore game, and, and you were up there, and, and you guys were up there looking like you were, you were having a good time representing the Bay. Uh-oh. Did we not get her? All right. Try it again. Big time short is always uh, always a great, always a great, always a legend. I grew up listening to him. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And you kind of cut out there at the very beginning, but uh, I got the gist of it. And I, I saw you guys uh, dancing and partying and having a good time. And, and did you ever think that, you know, a, a young girl from, from Hayward, California, going to high school in Stockton would be playing professional ball in Las Vegas? No, not in a million years. Um, you know, you grow up watching a game and wanting to achieve greatness. And so I grew up watching the Sacramento Monarchs. I was able to go to games often. Um, but now I'm living the dream, you know, and it, and it became a reality. So I'm definitely blessed. Absolutely. And again, congratulations on the Aces and the number one seed out West. How did it feel to get that number one seed, especially the month of September that, that you young ladies had? It was an outstanding uh, season and month for you guys. Yeah, I think coming into the season, we wanted to win every series. We wanted to play each team and win every series. And um, we were able to succeed for a lot of those. And we wanted the top two spots. It's, it's, it's a different ball game where we're able to get into a series and we just head straight to the semifinal. So each game, that was, that was our goal. Um, we also had, you know, we had microscopic vision, but we also had that, you know, that far, you know, telescope vision and trying to get that number one or number two seat. Talking right now with Aces point guard Chelsea Gray here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And how cool is that to be, uh, you know, the Raiders owned by Mark Davis, the Aces are owned by Mark Davis, and it's not just, hey, we own this team. We support this team. We're at every game. The players come out. And really, there's so many professionals just nationwide, really, that come to Las Vegas and go to Aces game. How, how cool is that to see that kind of support? That's how it should be. You know, uh, we're supporting each other. We're you know, there's a level of respect when we play the game that we love, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, soccer, whatever the sport may be. But it's professional sport. And, um, you know, our body goes through a lot, so appreciating the effort and the time spent to be able to perfect your craft and be able to execute and play at a high level no matter what um, team or, you know, what city we're playing in, um, it, it's huge. And, and to have the support of Mark, for the Raiders and uh, and for us as as Aces players, it's huge. And he's every game, same spot, same time. So it, it's great every single time we come out. And you know, as I mentioned at the beginning, I know you just wrapped up practice, and you guys, you, you the young ladies, are preparing for the playoffs. That's going to start next week for you, as as you have the first round by. Does the mindset change at all as far as how you approach the game since it's the playoffs now? Um, just the vibe and, and the type of style of play that'll be. Some games will be a slugfest, and it'll be um, people get a little bit tighter. The rotations get tighter. Um, you're executing uh, down the stretch gets a little bit tighter. Um, so the scores might not be as high um, during the playoffs if you want to execute defensively and offensively. Um, but I, the, our mindset doesn't change. You know, we want to be the best every time we step on the court. Just, you know, those little things and adjustments we'll make and uh, be a little bit more locked in. How is it uh, playing for Coach Lambeer? That's uh, great. Uh, Bill is Bill. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a player's coach. You know, you can tell when you're playing for somebody that's played the game at a high level and succeeded at the high level. Um, the things that, the, you know, that kind of uh, gets under his skin is the same thing that will probably get under your skin as, as a player. 
So uh, we kind of appreciate that, and he wants the best for his players. So I love that aspect of it, and he wants us to thrive as much as possible. You know, as I'm at games and I'm watching, uh, I, I kind of like to people watch it, so I, I peek over at Coach all the time, and I, I kind of get that Phil Jackson-type vibe from him where he, he he's really done a lot of coaching and teaching during practice, and he more lets you run the show and, and the ladies do what they do out there. And, and then every once in a while he'll get a little fired up, but it, it almost is like, okay, I've done everything I could do, now it's time for y'all to go out and execute. He always says, you know, the coaches are doing, going to do a great job of preparing us, making sure we know our schemes and execution, but we have to actually go out there and execute the game plan. And that's what you see out there on the court. You know, we practice different things down to up to three seconds a whole game. So we practice those things in practice. So when we get in the game, we already know what to do. And um, you hear his voice a lot more during timeouts rather than, you know, during while, while we're playing right and you love that and that's when you can feel that he is a player's coach and that's the way he likes to play as the point guard of the team you're I like to say the engine that makes everything go how, how do you and how much do you enjoy that role man I love it you know point guard is I say it's the hardest position you got to control every single aspect of the game and um, you also got to be an extension of the coach so you have a, uh, a few different jobs making sure everybody's on the on the right spot and on both ends of the floor, and if things don't go correctly, I'm always taking on my shoulder like, that's, that's my fault, that's my fault, but also holding people accountable at the same time. So I love that aspect of it, thinking the game, making sure, it, like, faking out the entire defense is, you know, that's my jam. So <laughs> right. I, um, I love that part of it, and I love this game to be able to, you know, contribute to it at the point guard position. Uh, it makes me happy going to work every day. Talking right now with LV Aces point guard Chelsea Gray here on Radio Nation Radio 920. My guy Damon has a question for you. All right, Chelsea, when, this is your first year with the Aces. When you came over, did you see that this team had the components or the players to be that number one offense in the league? Did you think that the offense would be this good when the season first started? Definitely. I think we have players that, you know, um, we know where to get the ball to them at the right time. But we play within our system and we play with each other really well. And to be able to do that, you don't know sometimes when, when, when the ball is coming or who's going to take the shot as a, as a defense. And... Um, so it's a joy and a fun to play with. You can, we're very versatile. We can, you know, put people on the block that's not necessarily a post player. Um, we have people coming off the screen. So super versatile type of type of team, and that that's hard to defend. That's hard to you know make teams for every scenario. And, and uh, that's what I pride it on. And when you're the point guard, I mean, you got to love all the different uh, ways that, that you can get, you know, the ball in, into the hoop, you know, all the versatility that you have. you got to love that as the point guard. Definitely. You know, you're <laughs> coming down the court and you have Derek on the wing, but then the next possession you have it coming to the post. You know, <laughs> it's different. It's a different mindset because you have so many weapons. Absolutely, absolutely. Talking right now with Chelsea Gray from the LV Aces, the point guard. I just got one more question for you. You, you uh, open up the playoffs next week on Tuesday. Of course, it's at home. And I always tell everyone, if you go to one Aces game, you're going to want to go to another one because the environment and the, the show, the production is so good. How much does that environment there, when you're playing here in Las Vegas, get, get you ladies all pumped up? You know, some people say they have home court advantage, but they don't necessarily have that. And here in Vegas, we had that every single night. I know it's going to be packed and, and loud for the playoffs, but it's appreciated. It's appreciated. You know, they don't even know, like, those runs and those moments where, um, you know, it could make or break, you know, having that crowd behind us and the fans, 
uh, it's everything for us. Is there one song that will that will play on the speakers in the arena that all of a sudden you ladies hear it and it's like, okay, it's go time? Um, when we run out, we always hear Nugget Few Bugs by Crime Mob. So that's our song. <laughs> yes, yes. I, man, that's a that's a good one. I know that I was at the game one time and Nipsey Hustle came on uh, la- uh, last time that I checked. And all of a sudden it was like, boom, it was just takeoff. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So if any Bay Area song individually, I'm going. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Well, Chelsea, thank you so much for your time. Uh, good luck on Tuesday. We always appreciate catching up with you, and we appreciate what you ladies are doing on the court. And good luck on Tuesday. Thank you so much. Absolutely. There she goes. That's the Aces point guard right there, Chelsea Gray. Bay Area native right there, Hayward, California, in Stockton. Uh, she was at the game, uh, the Raiders and, and Baltimore, uh, her and Asia uh, were up there doing, they were up there dancing with Ice Cube and Too Short were on the were on stage at halftime, so I thought that that was really cool. And they get their playoff run started on Tuesday. And I'll tell you, I said it many times here on this show, if you can go to an Aces game, go, because you will go back, I promise you. And why not go to a playoff game? This team has an opportunity to be really special. This team has an opportunity to make a deep run, and they're getting things started right here in Las Vegas. So that's a, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, they're going to sit back and watch that first round and then, boom, get things started on Tuesday. So coming up next, we're going to have Kelsey Plum. She's going to join us as well. DeMond's actually uh, feverishly working on the wheels of steel to try to get that happening. Uh, did get a text on the Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. Listening from Waco, Texas. Say it with me, Q. How about them Cowboys? And didn't leave a name. I wish you had left a name, man. I got to give you some love. But uh, don't know who the, exactly that was, but it was cool to see uh, Cowboy fans feeling good about themselves. I'm not mad at that one and one I'll tell you what, Cowboy fans, uh, Raider Nation is not mad at you. You know, knocked off the, the, the Chargers last week, so that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a great thing. So I uh, definitely appreciate that text. Also got one from uh, East Bay Raider Gray. My two keys to the game for a Raiders victory this Sunday, they got to they gotta hone their technique with sweat and legally whip their asses. Uh, go judge, best interview yet. Again, that's East Bay Raider Gray uh, referencing right there the interview that we did with the judge, Lester Hayes, yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Now, as promised, we still are going to keep this party rolling. Next up, Kelsey Plum from the LV Aces. We got to talk to Chelsea Gray just a minute ago. We're going to continue with the Aces coverage. Kelsey Plum joins us now on the phone lines. And, Kelsey, thank you so much for your time. And number one seed in the Western Conference, 24-8 and eight overall for the season. What was that run like for the Aces, and, and how much did you enjoy being a part of that? What's up? Thanks for having me. Uh, hopefully I'll be better than Chelsea. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> Uh, no, I, it's been, it's been an amazing season. You know, we're so loaded from so many different positions and we have the best fans in the world. Um, and we want to bring a championship home to Vegas. So we're really excited about where we're at and we have a great opportunity in front of us. You know, I, I'm glad that you mentioned the fans because I, I told Chelsea and, that, and I asked Chelsea, it was the last question I asked her was about the, the home court advantage that you ladies have and how much fun it is to be at an Aces game, the production and everything put behind it. It just seems like the energy is there in the arena. How much are you feeling that when you're on the court? I mean, I don't think you could have said it better. The energy is absurd. I just think that when people don't really know what to expect, especially maybe it's their first experience for a WNBA game, but absolutely Las Vegas head and shoulders blows it away from the entertainment perspective um, and obviously the excitement of the game. You know, we have a lot of different players that people gravitate towards uh, stylistically, personality-wise, 
Um, but the energy is crazy packed, and I know they're going to pack the house uh, for these games coming up, so we're really excited. Yeah, no, we are too. And, again, I, I bring that and hammer that home all the time. I encourage people to go out and just check out one game. That's all. Just check out one game and you'll be sold. And, and I know that for me personally, that's what I did. And, and, and you hit it on the head. You said that you have a lot of different personalities on the team, uh, but you, you all blend very well. How, how, does, how does that work? How does that dynamic work with all the different personalities that, that you do have on that team? And, and it, just, it just forms a really great dynamic. I think at the end of the day, when everyone has the same goal, you know, wanting to win, you know, people are willing to sacrifice individuality for the sake of the team. So, you know, we have our individual personalities, but, you know, we get out there and we're a team. We're trying to win. So it doesn't matter who's scoring, you know, whoever's hot, we're going to find them. We're going to run plays for them. And defensively, you know, we've been the number one team consistently all year at uh, getting stops. And so it's just cool to see people take pride in that side of the basketball. I think that's why our fans love us. We get – we get stops and we run. We run till the cows come home. <laughs> Talking right now with Kelsey Plum for the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, they get their playoff run started on Tuesday. They got that first round bye. And, you know, when you're a defensive team and you can get it done defensively, because you can score at any time, but when you can get it done defensively and almost just say, all right, we're going to make sure there's a stop right now, that's something that you do in practice. That's where that, that comes from. How intense are your practices? I mean, they're pretty intense. You know, we've had some guys, practice players uh, that we go against, and uh, we try to we try to compete every day. You know, they, they do a great job coming in, making it tough for us. But uh, we're competitive. Whether we're going, you know, black versus white against ourselves or we're going against the guys, um, it's just a great way to continue to get better. And I think that's, that's, a, that's a great thing that we've been able to have almost 10 days before we play our first game. So, we're going to be able to be really locked in and prepared on the defensive end. What was this season like for you uh, as you were the other day, the AP Six uh, Woman of the Year and the Comeback Player of the Year as well for the AP? One, that's a heck of an award right there. But what was the season like knowing that you played, you had the summer break, went to the Olympics, uh, brought home some medals, and then continued with the season? It's been an amazing journey for me. You know, as a player, uh, I think coming back from my Achilles, uh, I just wanted to put my best foot forward and uh, really show people that you can come back, you can come back better than you were before. And so for me, um, I've just really been competing with myself and trying to put the best product I can uh, of myself on the floor every day. And I'm going to continue to do that, and we're not done yet. Where where did that mentality come from? Because that's a tough injury, but you were able to overcome it and come back and play at a very high level. So where did, where did that mentality come from? I think I've just always been raised in a family that, um, you know, it's just kind of like you create your own destiny and you figure out what's important to you and whatever that is, you go after it with all your heart. So um, I'm just super grateful to have a super supportive family that uh, loves me and cares about me and, you know, really has supported every dream that I've expressed. And so I really, there was never a doubt in my mind it wasn't going to be anything else. Talking right now with the LV Aces, Kelsey Plum here on Raider Nation Radio 920. And I, I interviewed Mark Davis one day at, at one of your games and uh, just was asking him about, you know, the support and how uh, a lot of the Raiders come out. We see Golden Knights out. We see all kind of uh, NBA guys at the Aces game. And just talk about the support that they they give, uh, you know, the, the Aces, you young ladies. Uh, how, how important is that and how much do you appreciate all the support that you're getting from not only Mark Davis, the owner, but, but the Raiders and, and everyone else on the outside? You know, I hope when I come to a Raider game, they talk about how I support the Raiders, too. So I hope I hope they use it as charity on the other side, too. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kelsey's here to support the Raiders. But anyway, 
no, it's it's been amazing. You know, Mark Davis is just a dream come true as uh, someone that really invests in us and cares about us. And I think that's why we've taken kind of the next step in our franchise. But, yeah, I mean, listen, uh, Darren, Darren Waller's coming on the 28th to our game. I think he's going to bring some teammates. And if he can come, everybody else can come. Right. Okay? How about that? How about that? That's right. That's right. Well, I'll be there. I mean, I ain't Darren Waller, but I'll be there. So, um, <laughs> nah, nah. You're number one, though. You're, <laughs> there you go. One. There you go. Kelsey, we got my guy, DeMond, here, who's behind the wheels of steel. He wanted to ask you a question as well. All right, Kelsey, you said, What's like, that? when you go to a Raider game, so now that the team's in town, the team's 2-0, are you going to say that you're a Raider fan now? Oh, my gosh. I had a feeling you were going to ask me this. You, I had a feeling. So you went there, Listen, Devon. You know what, Devon? If, if we keep going on the trajectory that we've been – now, it was a little shaky in Baltimore. It was a little shaky for me, but I will say that I pulled it out. You know me. I'm a Tom Brady fan. But that doesn't mean necessarily I'm a Buccaneer fan. So I, I think you're right. I think I have to, uh, you know, just kind of be humbled by the situation. And Raider Nation, baby, let's do it. We got her. <laughs> you know what? Wait, hold on. Kelsey, let me give you a little ammunition, though. Let me tell you something about Demon. We have people that have been calling in and saying, Demond, can you come into the Raider Nation? Can you be a part of the Raider Nation? And he has declined so far. So don't let him pressure you because he's a Titan fan. Well, let me, okay, God bless Devon. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me say something real quick. Devon, does the Raiders pay your bills? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then you know what? I, you, you, someone needs to check him because that's, that's a whole different thing. That mm-hmm. is a whole different thing. Listen, I be- Devon, mm-hmm. you, you, I appreciate the loyalty. But, uh, listen, you can buy my loyalty. So, yeah, I mean, let's go. Raider Nation. I know that's right. I know that's right. We're talking right now with Kelsey Plum from the Las Vegas Aces. And I'll tell you, man, I love your personality. I can tell that, that, I mean, I'm sure you ladies have a lot of fun during practice when you're not going hard in the paint. You just with all those personalities that you guys have. But your, yours is awesome. We, we definitely appreciate you. So what, what are your thoughts on Tuesday? I mean, I know you, you don't play in the first round. It gets started next, uh, next week. Just what are your thoughts as you, as you prepare for the playoffs? I mean, I think for me, just uh, focusing on what you can control, right? So every day coming to work and uh, being really mentally locked in. And when you get to the game, you just repeat what you've been doing all week. You know, keep it super simple um, and do what you've been doing all year. You know, we defend. That's kind of a principle of what we stand by and we run. And uh, don't get tired. So right. that's, just kind of what I, that's just kind of what I do when I get out there. Um, but, yeah, I think you got to do what got you there. And so um, I think that will be just fine. Yeah, no, I know. I think you will as well. I'm excited about the run that you ladies are about to go on. And a uh, final question for you before we let you go. And like I said, do appreciate your time today. Uh, Bill Lambeer, uh, a lot of us, including myself, watched him when he was a, a member of the Pistons, the, the bad boys. And uh, so we know what Bill Lambeer is all about. What is Bill Lambeer as a coach all about? Listen, Q, I really like you. And I didn't <laughs> think you were going to go there. And you went there. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Man, man, you had to do it. You had to do I it. I had to. I mean, listen, he's a bad boy. I mean, he's a bad boy. He, I think he will always be a bad boy. And he coaches like one, too. So, 
He plays like he coaches. There you go. <laughs> hey, enough said. Enough said. I I understand what you're laying down. I got it. I'm I'm picking it up, no doubt about it. Hey, that's great stuff, Kelsey. We do appreciate your time in a major way. Uh, we'll be out there in support on uh, on Tuesday. Can't wait to see you ladies get everything started. Thank you so much for your time and good luck. I appreciate you. Have a good one. All right, there she goes, Kelsey Plum. That was a lot of fun right there. That was a lot of fun. Kelsey Gray and Kelsey Plum back-to-back, boom, boom, Las Vegas Aces here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Great job, Damon, and uh, she called you out. She really did. It was she like, called it was you out, those, brother. Like, and then when I heard you talking, like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, oh, hey, man, don't, hey, hey, let's not make this about me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to do Radio Nation a favor. Yeah, well, Radio Nation's been trying to do you a favor. Yeah, it's one of those, like, it's good enough for somebody else, but not good enough for me. 2.31 is the time. Great way to get the show started, get the way fired up, man. That was a lot of fun right there. Uh, we're going to come on back, read a couple more text messages, and then we got my guy Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans. He'll come up as well, uh, talk about the Raiders, talk about the 2-0 start, talk about his fantasy team. We'll do all that. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Give me your best. What's up, Raider Nation? This is uh, Hall of Famer Tim Brown. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Hall of Famer Tim Brown, and you listen to Raider Nation 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to have my guy Destin DeHart from Nova Home Loans to join us, talk about fantasy football, talk about the Raiders being 2-0 as they prepare for the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. Also, i got to shed a tear because the house that I saw that I liked is now not available. It's under contract, so I'm not saying it's not available, but talk about how houses go so quickly in this area and why they're going so quickly. And the climate's changing a little bit, and not necessarily for the best, if you're me. So, got that on the way. Did want to get a couple text messages in from the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword RNR, before we get to him. My homeboy Q, Fargo Raider here. There it is. You got Demond to come to the dark side. Dipstick Downing is gonna. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish with the text. Damn it. <laughs> he said Dipstick Downing is gonna ruin the Titans or run the Titans into the ground anyway. As always, great work you're doing and an awesome network for the nation. Just win, baby. That is from Fargo Raider and Demond's getting there. He's getting close. Then we got a text said Demond. The nation's wagon is full. I respect you more for not getting in our line. Loving this interview, fellas. That was uh, going back to the interview with uh, with Kelsey. So uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, then we got a text that said, is crap, just S, J-S. <laughs> so I'm just saying. It was the same. You know what? I, look, I'm just saying what it says. It says, is crap, J-S. Real quick, before we get to my guy, Dustin, want to go over the Raiders injury report for Thursday. No, no, no uh, surprise. Richie Incognito did not participate. Running back Josh Jacobs, ankle injury, did not participate. Now, there was a little controversy, and it, I say controversy, it really wasn't. But there was reports earlier, and I was not at practice today. There was reports that Josh Jacobs was walking around in a red, basically no-contact jersey. Not running around, but he was walking around. Then all of a sudden, he kind of disappeared. And then he appeared on the, on the injury report and did not participate. So now... Everyone's saying that it wasn't Josh Jacobs that was in the red non-contact jersey. Either way, Josh Jacobs, according to this report, did not practice at all. So just take that for what it's worth. Safety, Dylan Levitt, concussion, did not participate. I'll tell you right now, he's not going to play on Sunday. Um, that's not from the team. That's just me. And then safety, Roderick Teamer, ankle injury, did not participate either. And then, in addition to the, roster, to the injury report for the Raiders, as it's already pretty deep, 
Jonathan Abram, uh, Achilles injury. And obviously, Wednesday he was out there. Or he, he wasn't listed on the injury report at all on Wednesday. He did participate fully today in practice, but uh, Vinny Bonsignor had tweeted out earlier that Jonathan Abram uh, just tweaked something in the stretching and, and, and warm-up period, and then all of a sudden he was back out there practicing. And Vinny actually tweeted out a video of him practicing. So uh, I saw some people on Twitter saying, don't don't put that on Twitter. Don't report that. Miami's going to know. They're going to know it's an injury report. Got to share it. Regardless how much you think it doesn't make sense or not, they got to share it. If there's an injury, you got to put it out there. So I don't think there's anything to worry about. I mean, it was obviously something to pay attention to when Vinny said that he he kind of was helped to the to the training room within a a, a, a a tweak is what Vinny called it. Now they're saying it's an Achilles, but he participated fully in practice, so I wouldn't worry about it too much. He's going to be out there on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. Do we have Dustin now? We do? Okay, great. Now let's go to our guy, Dustin DeHart, Nova Home Loans. Proud to have him on each and every week. And Dustin, man, how you doing with the with the Fantasy League and, and, and Derek Carr, who's slinging the ball all around the yard? Uh, how's he doing in fantasy uh, football these days? Well, I tell you, I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there, but uh, Derek Carr is moving up the ranks. I don't know. It was a couple weeks ago you were asking me about Derek Carr, and I was telling you, you know, he's better uh, real quarterback than fantasy quarterback. Well, he's changed. He's uh, he's moved up. He's Right now he's about five points off being in the top three of uh, fantasy quarterbacks. Wow. And, like, he's a huge waiver wire pickup, and, uh, yeah, he's finally uh, – getting the respect he needs even in the fantasy circles right it's crazy right but, right uh, he's getting the respect he needs everywhere it seems like and uh, gosh he's got to be getting some mvp uh talk as well right now the way he's playing it's crazy yeah it's, it's pretty unbelievable huh how, how things quickly change and you think that the raiders are going to be so heavy with the run game and they haven't really got that started yet in the in the first two games and and Derek carr's yep. has done all the heavy lifting and so uh that's that's interesting though to, to to realize that he's so high up right now as far as fantasy quarterbacks that's pretty impressive how 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 quickly i don't want to say how quickly can that change but how 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 quickly does it kind of fluctuate as far as the 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 fantasy um how a quarterback could be elevated or or, or drop down quickly <laughs> yeah look Carr has a short leash so if he strings together a couple <laughs> bad games all of a sudden he's he's back to you know oh he's not that great of a fantasy quarterback where patrick mahomes right he's got quite a longer leash you know what i mean but gotcha. uh, yeah, look, I mean, the good thing about Carr is you probably, if you drafted him, it was later in the rounds and you, you got, you know, a lot of other good draft picks. You didn't waste, a, you know, a good draft pick on on a, on a quarterback early in the rounds and uh, you probably have a really good team and got a chance to win this because uh, he's doing awesome. Uh, yeah, and speaking about running the ball, it almost seems like that might be helping him right now, in my opinion. You know what I mean? They're mm -hmm. not leaning on the run so much and it's kind of, you know, it's opening up the playbook a little more, and Gruden's – him and Gruden just seem like they're on a page like no other right now, in my opinion. It's crazy. They're, they just really are clicking. Yeah. No, they really are, and it's so funny that every interview I do outside of here that's, you know, just Raiders-related, people always ask me, is is, is Derek Carr safe? Is Does John Gruden like it? I keep telling them, I'm like, it's four years in. Like, yeah, exactly. if you didn't like him, I mean, how long are you yeah. going to stay with someone you don't like? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on, give me a break. So, uh, I mean, at this point, how many quarterbacks are you going to take over him? That you know what I mean? Right. Like, so, so, you know, so like we've got a good quarterback. We, you know, and now it looks like we have a, an okay defense too. So, 
Yeah. Crazy. They, and, and, you know, honestly, Dustin, the defense looks like it's even better than okay, and it's going to continue to get better. Yeah. And I think that I really has helped John Gruden open up the playbook knowing that they have a defense that mm-hmm. they can they can count on. I wanted to ask you this because I saw this the other night, and I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but that Real Sports on HBO uh, had a, mm-hmm. a, a thing on Mark Davis. Uh, Andrea Kramer did a great job on it. I thought yeah. – while I was watching it, I, I saw a lot of people have some pushback and some, oh, I didn't like the way that this was done. I didn't have any problem with it until the very end when Bryant Gumble started talking. And then all of a sudden it was like Bryant Gumble, yeah. he totally crapped on the team and, and, and Mark Davis. But what were your thoughts when you uh, when you saw that the other night? Dude, I, I couldn't agree more. In fact, I look, I thought it, she was insulting to him. It was all about his haircut and like... You know, if you asked all the owners, how many of them would have ever thought that you'd pull this off? I'm like, what is what is going on here? You know, and he took it like a champ and he's just such a great guy. So down to earth, you know, my wife was getting fired up. She didn't really know who Mark Davis was that well. And then, she, you know, she after the interview, she ended up saying, I love this guy. And yeah, like at the end, Brian Gumble, like he really s on us. To be yeah, quite yeah, honest he, with yeah, he you. did. You know he what did. I mean? Like such a smug comment. Like it was like, oh god. Yeah, I mean it. It really, you know, it was a good interview. Uh, you know, but it didn't. It didn't really point. Put a real good perspective on on what he who he really is and. You know, just because he's got a goofy haircut, like, give me a break. Right. But it was cool hearing about his dad and he's, you know, still living in his shadows and everything else. And, you know, quite honestly, I think his dad be proud for what he's done. You know, now we got to win a Super Bowl. That's all he's got to do. Right. And he said that he said at the end, he said, you know, what's the difference between an Al Davis ran team and a Mark Davis ran team? And he said their team's won. I know exactly. Yep, and he's on. I mean, we're we're heading in that right direction. <laughs> I mean, two what, weeks in, you know? two weeks yeah. in, you can't get any, any better than two yeah. and zero. <laughs> you know, look, we did this last year, but it feels a little different this year, doesn't it? It this does. Two and zero compared yep. to the last it re- year. I mean, no, it feels it, a lot different. It, it really does. I've been saying that for a while that this team just feels different. We're talking right now with Dustin DeHart from Nova Home Loans here on Radio Nation Radio nine twenty. My man Demond wanted to pass something along to you. Now, Q, what is wrong with what he said? <laughs> this is just my Brian Gumble. Oh no. <laughs> If the Raiders oh, can't no. win, <laughs> exactly. I am also uh, sitting with my legs crossed because that is. is also what he does on real sports. I was wondering the what the hell he was yeah. doing. This is, I had to get in character for my Brian Gumble. That's all. That's <laughs> all this was. And my purple flannel suit. <laughs> I had no idea, Dustin. I had no idea what he was doing. He sat down. He crossed his legs, and I'm looking at him like, "What the hell glasses, are you doing?" I would take him off and then put him in my mouth for a little bit before I say my condescending remark. That was oh, weird, man, I but I like slap it. Him. Right, exactly. That that kind of that kind of uh, freaked me out a little bit there, but it's okay. Now, Dustin, I, I shared the story earlier today on the show before uh, when I was doing the rundown of who's coming up on the show that I was so excited and pumped up, and uh, I found this house that I was really interested in. I like it, and it, it's not yeah. in my timetable. Like I, I didn't want to buy a house till like a year from now, uh, but. Yeah. I mean, when you see something you like, sometimes you're just trying to fast track everything. So I was so excited, yeah. and I sent you a a, a a link to it, and I said, man, I want to see what he thinks about this house, and then I want to see what we can get going and everything. And then all of a sudden, I looked at it again and realized it was under contract. And so, I, I, Yeah, I, look, first yes. of all, nice house. Uh, <laughs> second of all... <laughs> uh, do you know what they paid for it in 2019 in June? Any, any ideas? I have no idea. 479 so that just put that in perspective on Whoa, how much our are you serious? Got up. That's gone up quite a bit. 
587. Yeah. So, and I bet they didn't, uh, I bet they got over ask price too. I mean, that's just how crazy our market is right now. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, man, supplies even going down more too. It's not, it's, it's really not getting any better right now. I mean, the one thing, and then rates are going up a little bit too. So it's, 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 you know, it's getting tougher and tougher for buyers. It's not easy right now. You know, but, uh, that's what I wanted to ask you though, because I thought, from everything that I was understanding is it seemed like things were starting, I don't want to say leveling out, but things were starting to, the rates were going down a little bit, but now they're kind of skyrocketing back up again. Yeah. They did a little head fake on us. Oh, <laughs> so man. the fed, the federal reserve, uh, well, they don't control mortgage interest rates, but they right. obviously have an effect on them. You know, like, you know, they have their fed fund rate, which they keep at zero. That's not mortgage rates. That's just the, that's the rate that they lend to banks and you know, that affects credit cards and installment loans, stuff like that. But what they are doing, which is called like quantitative easing, I know I'm going on a rant here, but <laughs> they're buying mortgage-backed securities, which are mortgages, okay. right? Because, you know, after and they're doing it at a clip because of the emergency that we were in, but we're not so much in an emergency anymore, and that's what's really shot rates down. You know, they just they, there wasn't a huge demand for mortgage-backed securities, and they just kept they're buying forty billion dollars a month for them. You know, at some point, their balance sheet's just getting ridiculous and they have to what's called taper it down um and they they alluded to that uh, yesterday that they're going to do that and it really shot up rates today now that we've seen this happen before and then they calm down come back down but uh it does look like this may be the end of the them buying all these mortgage-backed securities so rates could head north for the foreseeable future mm. but again you know things change there could be another thing that happens down the road it pushes it back down but they're still really low so put it that way they're not like all of a sudden they went to four percent they went up maybe an eighth of a point you okay I mean? they're still the some of the lowest rates we'll ever see again in, the, in our lifetime so. all right well but we gotta get you we gotta get you approved sooner yeah sooner than later, hey i'm telling you dustin you have <laughs> yeah. no idea i i had already i had convinced the wife that we can fast track this and because i saw that house and <laughs> yeah. i thought scarface would be proud of that one so i thought okay oh, i love it it's pretty pretty much what everybody's looking for right now that modern clean look it, it's yeah. a beautiful house yeah you know? and so i told her i said i talked to dustin on thursday so we'll get the ball rolling we'll go down to his office i'm telling you i had the plan yeah. i had the Boom. whole plan Plan. Yeah, I mean, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. Isn't that what Mike Tyson said? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I got punched in the mouth I today. Uh, yeah, I've, I've used that many times. Man, I'm telling you, that's a rough deal. So uh, we talked about refinancing last week. Uh, that's kind of something that mm -hmm. would be a good idea to do. go ahead and do right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like I alluded to, rates are going up. So yeah. I've been sitting on the fence. It's time to act now. You know, look, I, you know, I, I had a feeling this would happen. I actually Q, I locked about eight loans yesterday. Thank God, Ooh. because uh, if I didn't, it would have cost people a lot of money. So we wanted that every day. But again, you know, again, rates haven't got shot up to extreme levels. They just went up a little bit, but they could keep going up. So it's time to call us, get under the hood of that mortgage, pay off some debts, get rid of your mortgage insurance, lower your rate and get that locked in before they really go up. Yeah, no doubt about it. And before I ask you about this game on Sunday against Miami as the Raiders try to improve to 3-0, what's what's the number that, that people can reach out to you and get a hold of you? Yeah, I appreciate it. 702-577-2600. Nice, nice. Simple as that. <laughs> Just uh, get right at you. And then you have a website yep. as well, right? Yep, homeloansforvegas.com. Homeloansforvegas.com. Com. Super easy, super smooth way to uh, to get a hold of you guys, and, and you guys do a great job. Customer service is always uh, number one, and I've read the reviews, and you can read them too. Everyone's always happy with the communication. Uh, that's a big deal. And now, like I said, I wanted to make sure I asked you about the game on, on Sunday. I'm sure you're going to be in attendance. It's week three. The Raiders are 2-0. You know this could be the first time, if they win this game, that they go 3-0 and since 2002. 
And in 2002, oh, when they went 3-0, and they went to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to predict anything. I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. Just letting it be known. So well, what, what are your thoughts on this week's game? Well, I mean, we should be we should go three and zero. I mean, I, as far as I know, two is not playing, right? I mean, you know, right? Uh, Miami looked pretty bad last week, right? Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I mean, this is a winnable game. I hopefully they're not overlooking this game. You know, I think I think they're going to win this game, and I, you know, I mean, there's this some you know, I think the next game is what Monday Night Football against the Chargers, yep, and yep, then you got that LA. Denver game in there. Yep. But I mean, gosh, I I, I mean. Are we not going to be six and two when we play the Chiefs at least? I don't right? know. You're going. I mean, you're going too far ahead now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you're even better, and they're probably six and two. Can you imagine how cool that game's going to be? I can't wait. Oh so, man. But you know, it's first things first. Let's take care of business on Sunday. Cannot wait to see the game. I'm going to be out there early. I'll be looking for you. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Are you going to make your way to the club? Are you going to try to slide into the wind club for a little while and see how see how those folks do it? Yeah, I have not seen that. I've just been in my little club area. I'm yeah. going to go. I'm going early to, uh, to, on Sunday, and I'm going to go, you know, walk around the stadium and take it all in because I still haven't done that yet. I can't wait to do it. Yeah, no, you got to do that. And, and I'm going to try to slide into the club area as well and just, you know, hang yeah. out a little bit and see see how, the, like I said, the club folks do it. I just yeah. want to. We'll, we'll, we'll buy a $5,000 bottle of vodka. We'll be fine. Man, too, you, right? you know what's yeah. funny? No joke. No joke. Yeah. I was actually talking to my guy, Mick Akers. We were at the, an event at Allegiant Stadium on uh, yeah. on Tuesday. And he told me he was in the in the club section, and he actually saw somebody that had a ten thousand dollar tab. <laughs> oh yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> Probably easy to do there. Ten thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. You know how sick I'd be the next day. Like you start partying, you start spending mm-hmm. money. You know how sick I'd be the next oh, day. Oh well, ten thousand dollars was probably like you know two bottles or something. But they put some, you know, they put a sparkler on it. And that's right, it's, right. So, and then they dance before yeah, they right. give it to you. That's worth. They better do more than dance, brother. That better be a hell of a dance. Exactly. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Dustin, we always appreciate catching up with you each and every week, man. It's it's always a fun conversation. Talk a little fantasy. Talk some Raiders, and also talk about some. Uh, some home loans and what we got to do uh, to get yeah. some folks besides just myself into some homes or, or even refinance their, their current home. One more time, let everybody know the phone number to reach out to you for. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Five, seven, seven, 2600. There it go is. Raiders. There you go. Dustin, appreciate your time, my man. Take care Q. All right. There he goes. Dustin, the heart Nova home loans, a uh, good dude right there. He'll be at the game on Sunday as many of Raider nation will be at the game on Sunday. And you were pointing to the phone. Who, who we got up? Ruben in Vegas, you're up. Ruben in Vegas, what's on your mind, my man? Hey, Q, you know, I just want to make a comment real quick on the, uh, the real sports uh, Mark Davis piece. Yeah, go you for know, it. No, Mark Davis, you know, he took it like a champ, man. I mean, I know people make fun of him and whatnot, but, man, that guy, I never met him, but he just seems like a, a humble person. And, and I love the part where Ruben took off his hat and said, we got the same haircut. Yeah. So, you know, people need to stop hating on us and hating on Mark. You know, he did something that, rest in peace, Al Davis, he never could do. And you know, I just love the part, you know. Like, I really, often, honestly, just know the Raider fan, I, you know, about his uh, per, uh, Al Davis's uh, children and all that. So that was a pretty interesting when they talked a little bit about that and him being a Cliff Branch's roommate and agent. Yeah, you know, Mark Davis, man, you know, he's he's a man, man. He, we got the stadium, we got the facilities, and you know, because of him, like I said, I love Gruden how he took off his hat and said that too, and they kept on bringing it up. But right, haters are gonna hate. Haters are gonna hate. No you doubt, know, it's the Raiders. We're the Raiders, baby. So it's all great. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. And I, I wish I had a lot more time to go into detail about that because I did appreciate that that uh, that Real Talk episode on HBO. 
And real quick, and then we'll get to Gangster Raider. I, I, I mean, I've always respected Mark Davis anyway, but I really came away from that with a lot of respect because kind of like what Dustin was saying, it seemed like that they were kind of giving him some, some low-key shots or even some shots that weren't even low-key, you know, talking about his hair, this and that and the other. And he just was like, I don't give a damn. I'm who I am. I'm comfortable in my own skin, and I'm going to do what I do. And I could appreciate that. I feel like there's, so, there's not enough people in this world that are comfortable in their own skin. Just be who you are. Just do you. Whatever makes you comfortable, don't worry what I think about you. Don't worry what DeMond thinks about you. Just go do you. That's what Mark Davis is doing. He's living his best life. I ain't mad at him at all. Quickly, let's go out to uh, L.A. to, uh, oh, what was it, the 323? I think he said it was a 323, right? Don't ask me. <laughs> Gangster Raider, what's up, brother? <laughs> hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Ain't that a trip? You see, um, you got DeMond recruiting for the Raider Nation, and he ain't even part of the Raider Nation. That's a slap, another slap in my face. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. I, I'm, I'm recruiting him to the Raider Nation, and he just turned me down twice. Now he um trying to get the um, Aces girl to be in there. But, you know, I support the Aces because, you know, I'm a Clippers fan and I used to like the Sparks, but they like the Lakers um little girl team or whatever. And I'm a Laker hater, so I've been supporting the Aces for like the last year and a half, but especially since Mark Davis took over. And my type is usually I like chocolate females that's short or whatever. But that Liz Cambridge, the center for the Aces, I don't know. She I'm like obsessed with hey, her. Hey, easy, hey, easy there, easy there. <laughs> Take oh, easy. anyway, anyway, I just want to say I support the Aces. You know, so they my team instead of the um, Sparks or whatever. And I want to say that um, as long as Mark Davis doing what he's doing, forget what people say. You know what I mean? And he doing what he they didn't think he could get it done. They think he could get a stadium. He got a stadium. They think he could get him out of Oakland. He got him out of Oakland. You know what I'm saying? He didn't think he could get the um. Our franchises, like our own finances, back you know to respectable. Now I heard we like number tenth or eleventh to the league when we was like almost at the bottom. Uh, and Mark Davis did a respectable job, and I know Al Davis will be very happy with what he done. You know, I say nothing but respect for Mark Davis and the Raider Nation. We got a glorious future, like Al Davis say, the future of the um, Raiders. I mean, the greatness of the future. You know, I say the greatness of the future. The greatness of the Raiders is in the future. You know, I say that, and Mark Davis is making it happen. You know, what I'm saying so. I'm, I'm all in and thank him for um, going getting the aces and I'll support the aces and Raider Nation. You know what I'm saying? You need to come on too, Demar, even though you bandwagon now. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, all good. Thank you for the call, my man. Good stuff right there. And uh, the Aces are a fun team, man. You go there and check out a game in person, man. You'll be you'll be hooked. And even if you don't go in person, you just watch it on TV. You don't get the same effect as far as the production right there, uh, you know, in, locally, but. They, they're a hell of a team. I can't wait to, for them to get the playoffs started uh, on Tuesday. Even if you listen on the radio, T.C. Martin. He I does mean, a good job. He does yeah. a really good job. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, good stuff right there. 2.59 is the time. We're going to close out our number one, Fast and Furious. When we come back, we'll kick it off with John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Off top, I'll ask him about the judge, Lester Hayes. This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920.